Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, everybody? Justin Morgenstein back at you with another edition of Phillies Today. Believe it or not, we're finally in December. Crazy, which means winter meetings just a few days away down in San Diego. Means there will be some rumors for sure. Uh, that'll come out in the next week or so, which gets everyone excited around the league. Uh, some big names popping up, I'm sure. And uh, whether the Phillies are busy down there or not remains to be seen. Uh, but this is always a fun time to be a baseball fan as uh, you know, we monitor what goes on around the league, what goes on you know, between you know, the Phillies, their division rivals, you know, teams in the American League. doesn't matter. Uh, it's always a good time to be a baseball fan when the rumors start popping up in winter meetings. So, That'll be fun to watch. And Phils-wise, still plenty to talk about. We'll get into the rotation, uh, whether or not Dave Dombrowski is done following Aaron Nola's contract with him getting seven years, $172 million. We'll talk about some potential trade candidates that are still out there uh, that could be a potential fit for this baseball team. Uh, Also want to touch on some of the remaining free agents uh, that could make sense for Dave Dombrowski to add. So, uh, bunch there. We will try to touch on it all, but uh, I'm going to start with what we just mentioned. I want to get into this rotation, which as of today, as of December 1st, 2023, is the exact same as last year with Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, Ranger Suarez, Christopher Sanchez, and Taiwan Walker. Uh, I've said it on the radio, and I want to reiterate that I am absolutely thrilled they were able to get this deal done with Aaron Nola when they did and how they did. Uh, they're able to get him, which I thought was below market value at seven years, $172 million. Uh, He wanted to come back to Philadelphia where he spent his whole career. Again, I really thought he was getting a seven- to eight-year deal worth up to $200 million, but he gets seven for $172, uh, lower than most anticipated, and uh, he ends up getting it done early and kind of setting the market himself, uh, signing before pretty much any starting pitcher. I know Sonny Gray, who was on the Phillies' radar uh, also signed shortly after with uh, the St. Louis Cardinals uh, on a shorter three-year deal with, uh, I think, 20-some million per year, around $25 million. I don't quite understand the people out there right now who are upset with this Aaron Nola deal. Whether they thought it was too many years or they just didn't want Aaron Nola moving forward, look, he's been one of the best and most dependable pitchers in baseball over the course of his career with the Phillies. And... Having somebody that can give you quality innings over the course of a full season and post every start is incredibly valuable in baseball. And look, there were a ton of guys out there that, not a ton of guys, but there were guys out there like Blake Snell who 
have potentially better numbers over the course of the last few years. But when it comes to dependability and knowing they're going to take the ball every fifth day and just showing up for your team and giving six innings, there's nobody better than Aaron Nola. And I still think that a top two of Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola can win you a World Series in this league right now. And losing Nola would have put this front office in a really tough spot, would have put them in a bind uh, to either you know sign Yamamoto or Snell or go out and immediately find a trade partner because Dave Dombrowski said it right in his opening press conference to start the offseason that this team needed a number two starter going into next year if they lost Aaron Nola, which is why they made Nola their priority and they're able to get it done, which was really, really positive, a really good way to start the offseason. So uh, great stuff there from the front office, great stuff from Aaron Nola. And again, was he great last year? No. But he did figure things out with his mechanics, especially towards the end of the year. And he's been very dependable in September, as well as the postseason over the last couple of years, which is also really important. It also means the Atlanta Braves, who it feels like came in second in the Nola sweepstakes, are still looking to bolster their rotation as their depth was really uh, exposed in the division series against the Phils. And that leads me right into my potential trade candidates out there that may make sense for the Phils, specifically starting pitchers, because my dream starting rotation, uh, the more I think about it, it does not have Taiwan Walker in it. And I think that if the Phillies brought in another quality starter, if Dave Dombrowski and John Middleton could either find a trade partner or open up the checkbook again, bring in another starter, that would be really beneficial for this baseball team. I know it's only been a year, but I am just so over Taiwan Walker. He wasn't able to contribute in the postseason, wasn't good enough to make a start, couldn't be used out of the bullpen because of the time it took him to get ready, uh, time it took him to get stretched out, whatever it was. And uh, the simple fact is he's only making $6 million less a year than Aaron Nola, $5 million less a year than Zach Wheeler, and this is not going to be an easy contract to get off of. But Dave Dombrowski, if you can get off Taiwan Walker – you might have to attach a prospect. You might have to get creative. Uh, it's a legitimate upgrade this offseason. Whoever I think you bring in aside from that based on A, the contract, and B, the production you were getting, especially towards the end of the season. And just the inconsistencies with Taiwan Walker. I know he had a really good month of June, but just throughout the course of the regular season, it felt like you never knew how a Taiwan Walker start was going to go. It was either he was going to give up three runs in the first inning and you know pitch five clean innings of baseball after that, or he was going to pitch one clean inning, and it was just going to be an absolute disaster aside uh, from that inning. So it was really tough uh, to kind of gauge what Taiwan Walker uh, was this year, but I am fully convinced that if the Phillies can upgrade this rotation and make Ranger Suarez a potential number four starter, I think you could easily have one of the best rotations, if not the best rotation in baseball, and it really give fans a reason uh, to get over losing the championship series as well and get excited for 2024 and beyond with this team. Uh, And I also want to touch on somebody who, and this will be my first potential trade candidate who I've talked about a little before, uh, who has also kind of been connected to the Braves, especially since Aaron Nola signed back with the Phillies. And that is Dylan Cease. Uh, It feels like Dylan Cease right now is the perfect buy low candidate of this offseason, just in terms of coming off a bad, honestly, Aaron Nola like season in terms of his strikeout stuff still being there, but giving up a lot of hard-hit balls, uh, some home runs. Uh, but before that, he was one of the top young pitchers in baseball and uh, had an incredible 2022 season where came in second, I believe, in the Cy Young to Verlander. And uh, he's, look, been one with one of the 
biggest loser organizations in not only baseball, but in sports in the Chicago White Sox. And I think a change of scenery uh, to get him here with a guy like Caleb Cotham, uh, with this team, with this culture, I think could be really awesome and a great fit for him. Uh, so, again, would not be thrilled if the Braves got him because it just feels like the type of move the Braves would make, and he ends up being uh, a great pitcher in their rotation for years to come. But there was a report from John Morosi, MLB Network, uh, said that trade talks are intensifying with Cease and that the Braves are definitely one of the finalists uh, for Dylan Cease. So uh, that is something to monitor, definitely, uh, between the Phils, the Braves, any other team that could potentially get Dylan Cease uh, out of Chicago. But uh, the other two big starting pitching trade candidates that are out there uh, that are going to cost you but can really make an impact for your baseball team, specifically the Phillies, would be Corbin Burns and Tyler Glass now. Both have continued to pop up in trade reports as Brewers and Rays trying to get some value for their guys before they end up not paying them and they inevitably leave in free agency. Uh, I know Glass now is on a one-year deal, and uh, Burns is uh, arbitration eligible for one more year, I believe. Uh, would be very in on both, but you think Burns, again, would probably cost a little more just because of Glassnow's injury history and uh, the fact that Burns is in the last year of arbitration, which means that, you know, one, you could give him the qualifying offer and free agency next year, uh, and two, it'll be less of a hit on your payroll in 2024. So it wouldn't inhibit John Middleton as much when it comes to spending more money and making more moves. So that is where I'm at with those guys. And again, I love both. Uh, even if you have to give up Abel or Justin Crawford, just because you add one of these guys, and like I said, you make Ranger Suarez your number four, and you put whoever you trade for, Nola, Wheeler, in any order you want, I think that is the best rotation in baseball if you're able to get a guy like now, like Burns, like Dylan Cease here. Uh, so that is where I'm at with the starting pitching. But uh, some other non-pitching names that have popped up in trade rumors that I would definitely be in on if I'm the Phils. This one was a new one this week. Another Ray. Uh, Randy Arozarena. Love Randy. Great big game player. Uh, would be a really nice right-handed bat in the middle of your lineup. I know the Phillies, uh, especially after losing Reese Hoskins, likely. And, uh, you know, just how the course of the season went last year, I know they wanted a right-handed bat in there. I definitely get some right-handed pop in the middle of your lineup with Randy. Uh, and But, again, it's definitely going to cost you considering he has three more years of arbitration left to go. Uh, but that would mean your salary isn't going to take a massive hit in the next couple of years, which would allow you, again, to make some future moves. Uh, and he's someone that I think the fans in this town would just absolutely fall in love with. He's easy to like. He's had some huge moments already in his career between that pennant run in 2020 when Tampa went to the World Series. He's like one of the greatest postseason runs of all time. I don't have the numbers pulled up, but he was just – Absolutely insane. He's had great postseason numbers throughout his career as well. And uh, even in World Baseball Classic last year, had uh, some big-time moments for, uh, playing for Team Mexico. So I'd be all in on Randy. The Phils wanted to go in that direction. But, again, it won't come cheap. So uh, would not fully expect that, but uh, that would definitely help their third outfielder problem, and I could definitely get down with Randy Arosa, Randy Arozarena being a Phil. So uh, also – not that there is any fresh news on this, but the Trout thing feels like it's just going to linger all offseason. I still don't see it happening unless Trout really gets to a point where he specifically indicates to you know, Angels ownership, Angels front office, that he wants out and these are the destinations he wants to go to. Obviously, you would expect Philly to be at the top of that list if he were to give it. 
But uh, it's very hard to get a beat on what he's thinking right now, other than the fact that he's hype on his 10-1 and Eagles. So uh, I honestly have no idea what's going on with Trout, but I'm not banking on Mike Trout being a Philly next year. But, uh, again, if it did happen, it's Mike freaking Trout. Like, obviously, I'm going to be excited. Uh, would be some great right-handed pop in your lineup. If he stays healthy, one of the best players in the sport still, probably one of the best players of all time, or at least of my generation, uh, in Mike Trout, who has just been you know, three MVPs. His game speaks for itself. So, uh, obviously, would be excited for Mike Trout. But I will say, it seems like Castellanos probably becomes an angel in that trade if it were to happen, which would be fine. But I'd probably prefer a trade that allows you to have Castellanos Marsh and Trout or whoever you're bringing in out there with the two of them, uh, with Schwerber's the DH, which is probably why I'm not as set on trading for Trout as some others are, but you know, we'll see. It's uh, it's still a possibility that's out there for sure. And uh, one more name to monitor. This just feels really unlikely, but uh, I've seen some rumors out there and had to mention it. Uh, speaking of, I brought it up with Dylan Cease, the loser organization that is the Chicago White Sox. Uh, but if I'm Dave Dombrowski, I'm making a call about Luis Robert. Uh, would take a ton. He's on a team-friendly deal. He signed that uh, big extension when he was in the minors. Uh, I think it was like a six-year, $50 million deal. And uh, But if you can get him out of that situation and bring him here, get him with Kevin Long, I think that it would be a really cool and kind of perfect fit for this team. He can play any of the outfield spots. He's young. He's fast. Plays defense. There's not much I don't like about Luis Robert, and he's just one of the more electrifying young players in the game, just playing for a bad team and a bad situation. So would be very, very in on Luis Robert as well. But again, I do not expect that to happen. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. But uh, one other thing that this team still needs to address with this roster is getting a high-leverage reliever, replacing Craig Kimbrell. They will definitely need a late-inning high-leverage guy. Aside from Hater, there aren't really a ton of free agents that are overly appealing. I will say, though, and I haven't mentioned this yet, I'd be all in for a Hector Neris reunion. I know that there are some people in this town that do not like Hector Neris for whatever reason. I know he blew a couple of saves while he's here. Great. Every closer does that. Uh, but he's been really good for Houston the last couple of years. Won a championship, obviously. And uh, I just think that he'd be a really dependable right-handed guy to have in your bullpen. Still throws that fastball. Split mix, uh, splits really good for him. Uh, one of the uh, better combinations, I think, that a Phillies reliever's had uh, in the past decade that's been here. And, uh, I know, again, I know some fans around here don't love Hector, but I think he's one of the best guys in the market right now, unless you want to go to the trade route for a guy like David Bednar, for a guy like Alexis Diaz, for another high-levered right-handed reliever. Uh, it feels like they're going to have to address it in free agency and, uh, obviously, Josh Hader is the big name out there. Uh, but again, I think that for what Hader is going to cost, just the premium on a closer, considering he's really the only top-end closer on the market, uh, I feel like the Phils don't end up with Josh Hader, and they maybe end up you know, making a trade or make some you know, Jeff Hoffman-like signings and try to get value out of a guy instead of going after Hader, who's the big name. But we'll see. Uh, it does feel like, the Phils' next move, though, moving on a little here, is addressing that last outfield spot, like I would mentioned before. So if they don't make a big trade for a guy like Trout, Randy, or Luis Robert, like I said, then it'll probably be one of these guys that I bring up here. Some notable names on the free agency market that you know you can just sign, you don't have to trade for. 
uh, that can man a corner outfield spot. Teoscar Hernandez, Jorge Soler, uh, Lourdes Gurriel, Harrison Bader. Uh, those four guys I've kind of decided I'd be most open to just in terms of getting a right-handed bat and being capable of playing the field. The fielding is obviously a factor here because you're going to be DHing Schwarber, and uh, it's why I wouldn't go after a guy like Jock Peterson, why I don't think they can go after a guy like J.D. Martinez who simply can't play the field anymore. And uh, I specifically like the idea of Teoscar or maybe Solaire because of the power from the right side. You can slide either of those guys in the middle of your lineup, and uh, they're going to produce. They're going to be able to drive in runs. They're going to be able to hit doubles, hit homers. And uh, do they come with some swing and miss? Sure. But give me either of those guys who are capable of hitting 25 to 30 homers in a season and can make up for some of the power you lost with Reese Hoskins being out last year and uh, having to play Johan Rojas uh, in your nine hole uh, as the season concluded. So uh, speaking of Reese, by the way, I kind of keep thinking about where Reese is going to go. And I fully convinced myself that Reese Hoskins will be a Chicago Cub. Like, they're going to lose some of that power with Bellinger, who I think is going to the Yankees if they don't end up trading for Soto. Uh, And they're looking to win now, and they succeeded with the Bellinger one-year deal last year. So it feels like they just give Reese a big one-year deal and uh, just try to run it back, kind of like they did this year, especially with the hole they have at DH in first base. So, uh, no, I got off on a tangent there, but uh, I think the Cubs would be an awesome fit for Reese. And, uh, of course, I'll be rooting for him wherever he ends up going. But uh, back to the outfield. Uh, for the Phils. I think that it's probably the next domino that falls unless there is a trade for a starter or reliever because that's probably the last big money deal that this front office will shell out. Although I still dream of Yamamoto being in a Phillies uniform. Until he signs somewhere else, uh, I will always want Yamamoto to be a Phil, but I think he gets about 10 for 250 somewhere else, just hoping it is not with the Mets or the Braves because I am – all in on Yamamoto. I think it could be really, really good. Uh, his pitch mix is, is incredible. Has a phenomenal split. Fastball mid-90s. Throws a curveball. Throws a slider. And just has been really good uh, over in Japan for some time now. And uh, I think he's going to be a legitimate starter in this league for a very, very long time. So uh, I know I threw a lot out there in these you know past few minutes. But uh, just kind of put a bow on this and wrap everything up. Uh, trading for a starter would be really nice, but I don't necessarily expect it to happen during the winter meetings. Although I will say we've seen it in the past and which is why these, these winter meetings are kind of intriguing me and I'm excited for them as a Phillies fan is Dave Dombrowski has been able to pull off some really, really impressive moves in the past when a team has just been on the cusp of getting over the hump. And I think Dombrowski knows that this window is not closing, but they have all their guys back next year. They're not getting any younger. And this is the time to go all in. This is like, will they trade Justin Crawford? I don't know, but I wouldn't be opposed to it right now. Just simply because A, they have outfield depth and B, I know it's tough to think like this, but you just went through what was a heartbreaking National League Championship loss. Like it was as stunning as you could possibly have you were up 3-2, to two, going back to Citizens Bank Park. You don't get the job done. And I think everyone, including the fans, everyone in the organization, the staff, front office, everybody, was left stunned after they lost to the Diamondbacks in the way that they did. I think that by bringing in a legitimate either starter 
or outfielder to you know fill out the outfield would be something that would not only rejuvenate the team but would rejuvenate the fan base as well. Like you're you need to reinstall the excitement in these fans right now, and I just think that you have an opportunity to really go after this thing. And the Braves aren't getting any worse. The Mets certainly aren't getting any worse. A lot of these teams in the National League are going to continue to get better. And in order to keep up with that, I know their payroll is high. They're going to be top five in payroll once again this year, along with the other two teams, the NL East I just mentioned. But if you bring in a guy like Cease or you bring in a guy like Luis Robert, any of the guys that I've previously mentioned, it gets your team talking. It gets the league talking. It gets everybody involved talking. And I just think that there needs to be excitement with this team once again. And I think there will be. I think this team is too likable. There are too many really alpha personalities on this team uh, for them not to bounce back this year and get back to where they want to go. But reinforcing it is never a bad option. And I just think that trading for a starter or trading for any of these guys would be a massive, massive deal for the Phils. Like, for example, the starting rotation, imagine how much more comfortable you'd feel as a Phillies fan going into a National League Championship Series like you did this year, but you have Ranger Suarez that's able to start Game 4. And, like, you have three dependable starters that you can have going in the first three games. I think it would just make a world of difference on this team, and uh, it's just an idea that I can't get out of my head at this point because they were really at a disadvantage once it was kind of figured out that Taiwan Walker couldn't start in the postseason, hate to bring him up again, but uh, it really ended up inhibiting them, especially when they're giving him as much money as you as they are. So uh, finding a way to get off him, as well as finding a uh, potential fifth star or just another starter, uh, would be great. And then addressing the center field thing, I would say, would be next. Again, I still probably think Brandon Marsh is the opening day starter in center field. And then you have Castellanos and Wright. And then I'm going to say it's probably one of those free agents I mentioned out there in left field. If I had to pick one, I'm probably going to say Jorge Soler just because he's a little less swing and miss, a little more, a little better of a walk rate than Teoscar Hernandez. But I would say those two are probably my favorite. Uh, Bader, if you want the glove out there, you go get Bader. But I think between Pache and uh, Rojas, who's going to start in AAA, I think you've got the defense covered, so I'm going to go out and try to get the bat. And, uh, you know, once Rojas is ready to come back up, you have that option. Uh, You could go get a defender, have him out there in the outfield along with Brandon Marsh and Nick Castellano. So those two things have to get done. The relief pitching needs to – or the one lone relief pitcher needs to get done, a high leverage guy in the back of that bullpen. Uh, They have a lot of good pieces coming back, and – Again, the whole Aaron Nola signing early thing is just so crucial and was so great for this team because now you know really what you need moving forward and you don't have to worry about that bona fide number two starter anymore. And, uh, yeah, it's great that Nola's back. This team's in a good spot. Uh, winter meetings are going to be very, very interesting. So uh, I'm excited. It's going to be good stuff. So that is going to wrap it up. For this edition of Phillies Today. Uh, winter meetings this week. Uh, we'll be back next week and cover it all. I'm sure plenty of stuff will go down for us to talk about. But all I'm going to say is, Dave, make a move, man. Uh, let's, get, let's get me excited. Let's get excited about this baseball team again. 
And, uh, yeah, I'll be back next week, next Friday, uh, for Phillies Today. This has been Justin Morgenstein, as always. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.